What's up, nerds? We are live. We are here. Uh, what's up? And Eric, you rolling out the intro today? Good evening, boys and girls, tryhards and speed boys. Welcome to the only self-aware podcast that focuses on what Airsoft is really about, the bullshit and trash talk that happens between the games. So grab a beer, pour a shot, raise a toast to our host, Cole, the Airsoft Bandit. Oh, holy fuck. Corey of Guardian Tees. <laughs> Hello. Carl of BB Dynamics. What's up, guys? Derek and uh, of Mo Guns and Inquisitor of the Boogaloo. What's up? And I am Eric PNW Punk. Welcome to the show, episode thirty-five. Um, we have with us today our very special guest. Um, what was your name, by the way? <laughs> God damn it! We like we introduced ourselves to everybody, but like. I never really actually got to like. <laughs> hey, so what's your name, man? So it's cool. It's cool. It's Colby. Colby. Colby of uh, Hop Up. Yeah. Uh, I sell tree. So. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. No, leave it up to me for for you know. We're good. <laughs> it's cool. I forgive you. It's always professional. <laughs> oh man, we can't even like feign professionalism at this point. We're just so fucking far beyond. No. Like, yeah. Eh. <laughs> they know what they're fucking getting. They know no. what they came for. It's not getting anybody anything. We're not getting paid. <laughs> nope. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> oh, we're never going to get paid. Although I don't think anybody's going to get paid with fucking coronavirus. Jesus Christ. No, no chance. I blame Tristan. It's all Tristan's fault for sure. It is all Tristan's. That's what happens when he goes on another podcast. He fucking releases a, <laughs> a venomous outbreak into the world. Piece of shit. Hey, I, I noticed your green gold there sitting on your mic stand. Are you, are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah, I'm flexing my wealth. <laughs> this costs three thousand dollars. I know what I have. Yeah, I'll be, anybody, here, I'll be here one extra day with this amount of hand sanitizer. Has anybody ventured out into the world and like tried to go buy shit yet? Because yeah, I, I, I need to actually need to go grocery shopping, and I went by Costco, and it was just lines. Yeah, I, I went to Costco, and it was the fucking Thunderdome in the water bottle and toilet paper section. I didn't even <laughs> buy anything. I walked in, I saw people flipping out over just uh, baskets. Like we haven't even entered the store yet. People are just arguing over baskets, and I walk in, I see the the melee, and I'm like. Nah, I'm out. Has anybody uh, figured out why it's toilet paper? Like why that is the thing that people have chosen? Like I don't, I don't, I, I missed the memo on that. Like I what think the fuck it's the meme. What's that? Is it is that the power of memes? That's yeah. It, no, I, I think it is. Evolved? I think it is. How many how many toilet paper memes related to the coronavirus have you seen? Yeah. Too many. I think it's yeah. big toilet paper spreading the virus. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. toilet paper companies and Lysol are making and Dermex. Yeah. Did you know all toilet paper is made in China? Those crafty fucks. <laughs> Fun fact, everything's made in China. Oh yeah. But yeah, Including so I mean guns. Yeah, I'll say I'm really curious to see if there's gonna be any like actual effect on the industry because um, we all know every BB known to man comes from Taiwan. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I had lunch <laughs> with uh, Kaiju from uh, oh, that other show? last week. Yeah, that from other that show. other show. And he said that, what, what's the big trade show in Europe? IWI? Is yeah. that it? IWA, I think. IWA. Yeah, IWA. It got canceled. Yep. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, I know they, the they canceled every sport in America. Like MLB's on postponed. They closed, They shut down the spring training they shut down NHL, uh, NBA. March Madness is going to have no one in the seats. 
That's fucking a lot NFL's of colleges. Like, yes, we don't start until the fall. Yeah, NFL's <laughs> just flexing so fucking hard right now. XFL is already dead. <laughs> they had one game. That lasted game. a good two weeks. Uh, it lasted longer than it did last time. You remember when that shit came out in the nineties? Fuck. I'm curious to see if any Milsom events will get canceled because of it, or how that's yeah. going to be impacted, or just not not even Milsom, just anything. Any big airsoft events. If, if you're planning on traveling to any events this year, buy your plane tickets now because they are incredibly yeah. cheap. I was going to say, I so think that, we should uh, ramp up airsoft games and have the most accurate division game ever. <laughs> <laughs> so when are we going to New York? Dude. Yeah. I don't know. Just don't uh, film it on a rooftop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I was hoping we bring uh, it up. So the question is, uh, did he, um, I guess, is the punishment just for the crime for what he's seen? Because I don't know if he was trespassing or not, but he was just out in the open filming an airsoft video. But the police department, for the most part, from what I saw, are charging him as if he had actual machine guns. Oh, they're acting like it was. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't you see they're the Instagram throwing the book at him? Yeah, yeah. The Instagram is like they—they got them like all laid on the table. Yeah. Look at all the stuff we confiscated from this armed, you know, like you're now safer New York. Thank us. My favorite was the uh, some dude commented and he was like, "That's all he's got." Pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) So the question is. Uh, was he being retarded and he got what he deserved or they being a little heavy handed for him just being an idiot? 100%. He was on a public rooftop. He's a dipshit, but that was I, a bad move. I don't think throwing yeah. the book at this fucking kid is like necessarily the right way to go because there, there's no precedent for this. This isn't well, something that's been done. It's not something that they knew was a and crime. From what I saw, he wasn't pointing it at anyone. No. He wasn't like treating it like a guy. He was gun literally just filmmaking. Yeah. Like he was just making yeah. a video. Yeah. He was just like shooting at targets and shit and like running drills with his kit. He was, uh, and he had one of those like $2,000 electric blowback, yeah. uh, PDWs, the GBLS. Hopefully, the GBLS. He, he actually comes out with that video when like he gets the footage back, or maybe <laughs> the footage actually just got taken from him. Who knows? That police they probably looked like it was from Syria with that little drone that they're filming him on the rooftop with. Yeah. I mean, he has the greatest fucking, um, airsoft controversy video of all time now because <laughs> like the cops show up and fucking drop his ass to the ground like fuck fuck your fight videos let's get SWAT involved yeah I wonder if he got that on film the actual arrest He's dude, I don't I, know. I his camera, camera was in the layout picture that the NYPD mm-hmm. posted with all the airsoft uh, guns on the tables also his camera and a gimbal like good good job you got it <laughs> does anybody know who actually he is of like What's his Instagram handle or anything? Uh, US, US Airsoft did a happen. video on him and plugged his YouTube channel. I don't remember it. Hmm. Yeah, it, it looked like David. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it looked like a slightly meatier version of David, but it fucking looked like David. <laughs> Let's start that rumor. <laughs> <laughs> David arrested in New York. Uh, so... But, Colby, let, we're, let's get back to obviously what we're really here for. So I guess if you want to quickly explain to somebody who's never heard of Hop Up or what it is, what do you do? What is Hop Up? Take it away, my friend. Yeah, so uh, Hop Up is a, uh, essentially an online marketplace for Airsoft. Um, it, I like to call it like an eBay tailored for Airsoft. Uh, that's really a straight to the point. That That's what exactly what it is. Um, I, I really, I saw the need in like 2015, 2016, when Facebook started removing a lot of groups, 
uh, without any, you know, there was no trial, so to speak. They just removing groups for anything. If you were selling even like some equipment, not even a gun, they would remove them. And I saw that issue and I was like, that's not cool. I was a part of the airsoft community for a long time before that, or a fairly long time. And, uh, I worked at a couple of fields. So, you know, I just, I understood the community and, uh, I had the capability to put together an app. And so Dustin, do you have a lot of background in making apps or? In, yeah. Okay. So yeah, this was but, something like you already had some kind of, you had like your foot in the door on how to do this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I've been building like mainly iOS apps, uh, mm -hmm. but it's really broadened into a little bit of everything for, um, several years now. So that's, that's really where the, that's where my confidence came from that I could at least try it. So it took me like a month and I put together, put together the first version. Mm -hmm. And that was like, that was during the month of June, 2016. And then July 5th was the very first launch. Nice. Did you have like, did you have a bunch of tech gremlins when it first came out or was there anything that stood out to you that was just, you thought it was going to be the end of the app whenever you first were getting, getting going uh, at this point now, like you got some decent, decent steam. Yeah, no, not really. Not in the beginning. I mean, it kind of just picked up, you know, I really, I really didn't put any money into marketing it or anything. It seemed like word of mouth was really killing it. Um, that was, yeah, that's really it. So it was something you know, like for the community, by the community and you just, you know, kind of banked on that, carrying everything through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Nice. A lot of community feedback in the beginning. That was pretty much how whatever the next feature was built was so it came from Instagram post comments what, or something. What features are currently available on hop up 2.0? Like what's new? What do you guys like? What is it functionality wise? What is the current, uh, I guess rundown? What yeah. So, um, the best way to explain it, it's, it's pretty close to eBay plus the ability to make posts that, uh, are totally free. So it's free to list them and it's free to sell them. Um, there's essentially two ways to, two types of posts to make. You can make a, uh, a post that accepts payments through hop up. Uh, that's a safer method. Uh, we, uh, we offer protection on, for the buyer and the seller, um, which has been an issue in the past couple of years. Cause yeah. we just, is, is there any we, kind of fee for that or is that? Yeah, exactly. So the fees, we take 10% of, of the total sell from the seller. So it's, so it's equal to eBay. Uh, the benefit, the, the value exchange is that you get uh, payment protection for the buyer and then the seller is protected as well. Cause we noticed that with PayPal, like even when you use goods and services with PayPal, I don't know if you guys, are, I'm sure you're familiar with some of this, uh, like the protection's good, but sometimes PayPal doesn't really like investigate cases super well. So we saw that as a problem and, uh, that's kind of where the introduction of up of payments came. Um, yeah. So how exactly does it protect? Like what? Yeah, I was say like what's what the process? Are you guys going through? Like are you are you overseeing it yourself, or do you have like a third party? Yep. Management, or I don't know what the preferred nomenclature. I don't know what the right name. Yeah. Is. Like it's a protecting agency that like it kind of ensures you to up to a certain amount for lost or scammed items. Right. So what we do, the way it protects is, well, here's how it protects a buyer. Um, Whenever you make a payment through Hopup for uh, some airsoft gun, um, we collect the money and we don't pay it out to the seller until you receive the item 
And you either write a review and say, it's all good, the items as expected, or three days has passed. So we give you enough time to look at the item and actually so, open so it. So it goes into like an escrow account until then? Uh, technically, it's not an escrow. Um, we don't meet the requirement for to consider it an escrow. The money is actually, uh, it, it's not held long enough to be considered an escrow. But the concept is very similar. Um, so we how, is, how is it held? Is it held through a bank? Is it held through a... Yeah, so we, our our payment facilitator is uh, Stripe. I don't know if you guys ever heard of them. They're yep. they're huge, um, yep. and so Stripe has a whole platform that enables us to do this. And so essentially, yeah, it's held in a bank account. Um, it's held in a bank account under the under uh, under our name, and then we we disperse whenever everything's good. But we always make sure that there's no dispute with the item. Which that's all in the buyer's control, by the way. So mm-hmm. if you get an item and something's wrong with it, like maybe something's completely broken off or it's not, you know, it's not functioning, then you can like report it and you handle it between the buyer and the seller. If they can't handle it, it gets escalated to us. What was that? I mean, you're saying like there's like if within three days of receiving the item, they can you have up till three days to dispute it, right? On receiving it to see if like it didn't. Something, you know, I mean, because like I, I, I see the solution to the problem of, of the scamming issues that I know that a lot of people have been addressed that I have addressed. Um, but I know there's always like once something is fixed, there's somebody else is going to find a leak somewhere else. I was going to say it's it's kind of a nature of the beast with the community as a whole with any kind of buy sell trade. And I'm sure it is with other communities. I just haven't been super exposed to it. Yeah. Um, but it seems like an airsoft in particular. Eight out of ten people are trying to just fucking get money from you and fuck off. <laughs> it's like yeah, me personally, I've, I've only used your app like ten times, and eight out of those ten, I got fucked. But it wasn't your fault. It was just the other the, whoever I was trading with was a little dickhead, or like, and every single time it was like a like an under fifty dollar amount, so it wasn't worth my time and hassle to me to go through and just I just ate it and was like, whatever, fuck it, you're a dickhead, kid. Yeah, yeah, um, I know what you mean. That that is. Uh, I mean, I've, honestly, the, the negativity is really loud. So it does seem like it's a lot. Um, and considering with how many, considering how many transactions we do, it, it's actually mm-hmm. not, a, it's not an insane amount. Do you, you just, have any kind just, of numbers or do you have any kind of like, uh, not that, super maybe? public numbers. Um, mm-hmm. I can tell you in the month of January, we did uh, a quarter million searches for product Damn. and about the same in February. So wow. it's, it's about a quarter million mm-hmm. a month. Yeah, 2020 is off to a really good so start. So that's you could reasonably say there's about a quarter million active users because they're searching for something, typing in into your uh, search engine, right? Is that what you're saying? No, not not a quarter million users. That's that's total number of searches. So okay, just total number of searches. Yeah. Right so now. if I go, go ahead. No, I was gonna say like I'll when I hop on the app, um, hop on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when I get on the app, um, you know, I'll look for like six or seven different things that pique my curiosity or that's something that, uh, you know, specific for a build that I'm doing. So like, you know, one person probably would average what three to seven searches per time they open it. Uh, yeah, I, I actually, I'm not sure exactly what per user that comes out to. Um, I, I, I focus on the total really. And the, t- the total is about a quarter million a month. Oh yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's an explicit search. So that doesn't count like scrolling through the feed or looking on other people's profiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's about about a quarter million a month. That's impressive. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, have you, I guess, with that kind of traffic and with the uh, kind of response to that, obviously you're dealing with a lot of criticism. 
uh, for, for, you know, for certain things, have you guys found a certain way to handle that? Or have you found like, are there certain, I guess, community outcries that you responded to and were like, Oh, okay. That's actually a really good idea or constructive criticism that you saw and you made changes and adjustments to that you think improve the app. Yeah, totally. Um, there's no shortage of criticism. <laughs> uh, what? I mean, that just exists anywhere, you know? Yeah. But my, I mean, it's been the same, honestly. Honestly, I appreciate the criticism uh, because usually whenever it's not completely irrational, you know, someone just saying, fuck you, fuck this, fuck that. Yeah. It's, you know, it's actually, it's actually insight for me into what they're, what problems they're facing. You know, like whenever somebody is saying, you know, they're complaining about getting scammed or something. Um, usually there's more to it. You know, it's like, all right, well, how did you pay them? How did that process go? And actually I took a lot of that feedback and that's kind of why I introduced everything in 2.0 where you can pay through the app. It's a lot more secure. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean with the negativity, you know, you just, you put your head down to work. So for Kodo, yeah, I would say for the, for the people that are, that are legitimately have legitimate gripes, do you have any, is there a process or any, or there steps? Cause you've talked about pop up having its own kind of like, purchase protection for buyers and sellers. Yeah. What are, what are I guess kind of like your top five things you can do to avoid getting scammed? Uh, <clears throat> the top five things, honestly, I'm not trying doesn't to have to be a top, this. Uh, this doesn't have to be a top five, just yeah, whatever, just the, whatever your, your best thoughts are. Head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, I'm not, I'm not trying to plug this super, super hard, but no joke that the new payment system is really, really legit. Um, specifically because we don't pay the seller until until you the buyer receives it and it's all good mm-hmm. i think that's a really good i i kind of want to butt in on that like that's i kind of appreciate that like you know it's i know that like paypal has the good and service goods and services protection and like you were saying earlier like it can be like there's an unknown you don't know whether or not like there's a dispute you got to go through a whole process. And I kind of like the fact that this is more tailored towards airsoft sales, where you know that this is a problem. You've heard it loud and clear. You've yeah, exactly. Constructive criticism moving forward and improvements where, you know, to a lot of people who might be listening to this either now or in the future, um, you know, th- you know, having that, that kind of guarantee where like that person isn't going to get paid until like, it kind of removes the power from that, tactic of scamming from the seller if that's or you know however the transaction is done but like i kind of like that it's more pressured towards yeah and it's fully optional uh now just just for clarity's sake you are you guys that's not necessarily like a profit driven thing for you because i'm sure and i'm already seeing comments on it like are you because that probably costs a decent amount of money to run that service so it's not like you guys are just pocketing all this money a good chunk of that i would say probably what like 60 percent it's got to be going to the maintaining and like keeping that account and all these other things. Yeah. There's a lot of co- costs associated. So, so whenever I say 10%, like 3% of that, it's closer to 2.9 plus some change. Mm-hmm. Um, 3% of that goes into like actual payment processing fees. Mm-hmm. Like whenever you swipe your card and buy a bagel at any bagel shop, they pay the same fee. Mm-hmm. The, the bagel shop consumes that cost. And so any, I do any credit too, processing. So yeah. 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 It's like basic credit card processing. So there's that fee. Plus, I mean, there's plenty, I mean, you can go on Stripe's website, honestly, and look at a lot of these. There's a, there's tons of fees and associated. Plus there's a fees to like run these processes and 
like community support. There's a monthly or annual to keep an account. And yeah, this is going to be my little one rant for the show (laughs) because why the hell not? Um, Your softers are pretty. A lot of them are removed from how businesses run. A lot of them want things for free. They want shout outs. They think clout actually runs businesses. It fucking doesn't. (laughs) There are legitimate costs. Like the majority of the people on this show right now run businesses or aspiring businesses. And like, there are so like, there are huge costs that you have. You can't even like, unless you're planning to run your own business or run a venture like this, you have no ground to stand on, period. Like, I understand your personal problems of getting scammed. That sucks. That really does. But like, for the most part, these prices and things aren't to gouge you. Yeah, it's not It's not yeah. like they're bending you over a barrel and just making, like, yeah. beating you up and taking your fucking lunch money. Like, yeah, generally, there's some kind of, and that does happen, but generally, there's some kind of cost that's being covered. And yeah. this app, first of all, please stop thinking that it's owed to you airsoft community it is not this person has invested and i i just learned this person's name so i'm not do you you even know it now we don't even know his name i don't i so like i'm this is just me telling you guys whoever is listening to this if you think that like well fuck harpo because it's like i'm glad that they're making the step is it the be all end all who knows we will find out. That's what growth does. But to, you know, very true. That's rant over. By the yeah, way, I, 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 I was going to say, and that's going to happen. I, I, people need to be skeptical about shit like this. They need to ask questions, but yeah. you, you can't just come out of the gate. Like you're just doing this for this reason. And yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's idiotic. It really is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I really the day, somebody's um, taking, somebody's taking the time and effort to create something that they think is going to be useful to somebody. And uh, that's never going to be free. You got to learn how to monetize. It's not. I really love it when airsofters um, get upset at someone monetizing their position. Like, well, you're just doing this for the money. Yeah. Well, in the market, will decide, you know, how cost effective it is. (laughs) Yes, I am. It works. You know, I pay fees. I pay taxes just like everybody else. I don't give away free shirts all the time. I, yeah. You know, if I want to sell it for 50 bucks and people don't want to buy it, then I'll sell it for 25. Uh, It's just, Maybe it's something that'll be averaged out or maybe that price point is perfect and some people just can't afford it. That's just how it works. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. you guys saying that, by the way, that that really means a lot. And I, yeah. I mean, I, I can tell you guys are, you guys all understand, but that, I mean, it's, it's a cost that's, of convenience. Like we, that's, that's, we can't have good things without paying for it. So yeah. Well, I mean, Derek, Derek and I both run businesses. We know. I was going to yeah. say, I was like, I provide a service and then literally Eric's selling his own product and starting to, yeah, Corey's yep. obviously selling product. Derek's selling a shit ton of product. So, yeah. I'm just in it for the money. I hate you all. <laughs> That's true. That is very true. He's honest about it. Shoot your kids. Like, I want your money. I, I'm willing to make patches that I don't even necessarily agree with if it means I'm going to take your money. Capitalism. Question that popped up was from Matt Horner from Titan Power. He's wanting to know what's new for Hop Up or what's what's on the horizon. If you have any idea or if you have any changes that are coming out soon. Yeah, aside from the payment stuff, like we've come, yeah. What's what else is new? What's next? Yeah. Um. Well, to be honest, the, a lot of the focus right now is is on that and uh, optimizing and finding like the user experience issues and fixing those. Um. But something that I've really been thinking about is how I can get more involved, like 
You know, one of the craziest things that happened to me the other day is I was talking to somebody, I actually met him in public, a friend that uses Hopup. And he said that he uses Hopup regularly, like weekly, buy stuff, sell stuff. But whenever I mentioned going to like a Milsom event three hours away, he was like, I've never even heard of that. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, how are you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, clearly there's a disconnect. Um, and so th- that kind of, kind of, like I don't know, you know. I just I think that there's a there's a solution for events, and there's got to be a way for more people to discover events. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. So that's that's kind of something I've really been thinking about. Um, so you're talking about throwing in like a upcoming events, which I know C3's got their version of it. Um, yeah. Fuck C3. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Good. Fair uh, enough. <laughs> no, I, well, I just yeah. So uh, event has been on my mind. I'm not really, to be honest, I'm not totally sure uh, what that implementation looks like. Mm. Um, but I mean, there's so many good events all over the world, and they're not all Milsom events. Like these are, they're like either it's an, an anniversary event or like a you know a local field having some tournament or something like that. And I don't know. I feel like discovery is going to be a really crucial step in helping encouraging the growth of airsoft. In oh. addition to, to into in addition to technology. Is there any kind of... And this is just an idea I had off the top of my head. And this is probably already being used at some point. Uh, but is there any thought to... Because on a lot of these apps, you've got like Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. They all let people geotag. Is there any thought for sales? You can see where stuff is being sold in what area. Like not necessarily specific because people don't want to get tracked to their fucking house and get shit stolen. But you can see where like the real hotbeds in the community are and like who's buying and selling and trading and who's just selling and where people could host events and that could give event promoters the idea to come in and be like, Hey, maybe we should make one here because on hop up, this place is fucking popping like all the time. Yeah. Um, I haven't thought about that specifically, but yeah, that's a good thought. Definitely possible. Oh, uh, so have have there been any, I was curious about this actually. Have there been any, uh, kind of like legal, snafus that have come your way or have you seen anything? Cause I know there's a bunch of guys that like specifically just import shit like TMC and some yeah, of the Chinese true. market items. And then they resell those in the U S yeah, which is yeah. super convenient. And that's where I get most of my, uh, like optics and shit from is from yeah. like air imports or wherever that dude is. I buy shit from him all the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's, there's two pieces there. Um, obviously counter counterfeit shit just is not a good thing. It, it looks awesome. And, uh, yeah, like, I don't know. It, it, that's a, that's a tricky one. Counterfeit shit's not allowed. Um, every once in a while stuff will pop up and, uh, it's hard to, it's hard to moderate. Honestly, there's just, there's thousands of posts. Hold on, hold on, um, hold on. Counterfeit, counterfeit shit's not allowed. No. Cause that's like 99% of what's on. <laughs> what's on I don't know about the 99%, as as like, but, I, but almost every, every, almost every single surefire light aim point optic or anything by Trigicon I see on there is, is, uh, some kind of important knockoff. Every single yeah. peck on there is so is the, a knockoff. So the thing, the thing with the surefire lights, uh, this is kind of the challenge with this: is the people will post pictures of it that don't support the logos. Mm-hmm. It'll say like Element on it or whatever you know the alternatives are, and then whenever they ship it, they'll actually ship the the one with whatever the logo is. Uh, so that's really hard to moderate. Um, and in those cases, there's, there's not a ton. It, it's really hard to do anything about that. Um, yeah, but I, I, I mean, I know there's definitely stuff on there. So is that, is that like a set th- rule in on the app that 
you can't sell reproduction materials? Uh, it's not specifically reproduction materials. It's specific to counterfeit. Like the, the guys that are importing tons of stuff mm. uh, and we've actually shut a few down not, not too long ago. Um, those ones like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't tell so much of that. Stuff, stuff like TMC. Cause I mean, they make everything yeah. they make is repro gear. Um, yeah. But if it's, if it doesn't have the logo, it's not counterfeit. Okay. Okay. So there's, there's, there's a specific so definition. You're talking about knockoffs versus counterfeit. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I probably should have specified. There's a really, yeah. really big important difference between those two. Okay. Like counterfeit um, would be, I'm telling, I'm telling you, I'm selling you a surefire and you're not getting it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're yes, talking about stuff exactly. that is, that is labeled as real or as a, as a real item and being sold. And then it turns out to be a knockoff. Well, it's That's like, it's like if you were to sell, sell a surefire light and you got something that was obviously not a surefire and light and it's way shittier. Yeah. That's what he's talking about guys. Just to but make selling, it clear. Yeah. But selling imported items as imported items for like $50, obviously most people are, I, I mean, I'm sure some idiot will, but most people are gonna be like, Oh yeah, that's clearly a knockoff. It's not being sold as like a real. Yeah. Point optic. Well, it's 50 my, bucks. Yeah. So that you're right. My bad. I probably should have presented that in the beginning. <laughs> That's a very important difference. Knockoffs <laughs> yeah. versus counterfeit. So for anybody that's listening, that doesn't understand the difference. A knockoff is basically like a, it's like a surefire light looks like a surefire light, maybe functions similarly, not as good, but doesn't have the surefire logo. The, the difference is really important because like my biggest concern is, uh, somebody sells a surefire light that looks like a surefire light. Cause it has the logo. And I mean, the replicas are really good now. Yeah. And they're selling um, it and then, as a real one for like $300. Yeah. And then it gets, it, my concern is that it gets into the hand of someone that really relies on this equipment mm-hmm. and it fails. Cause it's a shitty knockoff that came from China. And, uh, like that's just not cool. I mean, just even outside of, even outside of hop up and, yeah. and airsoft in general, like with any knockoff, if it's a, if it's, life-saving equipment that's important for sure but the difference there being that if they're selling it as a reproduction and you know it's a reproduction up front and there's nothing wrong with and that's that. what it's, it's advertised as that's the main yeah. thing yeah selling as advertised mm-hmm. okay that makes a lot more sense yes yeah. i'll make exactly. a note to uh to clearly specify the difference between knockoff and counterfeit in the future. Cause that's, yeah. that's, that is really important. It, it is. It's actually pretty confusing. Most people will call counterfeit stuff knockoff and they're like, it's not counterfeit. It's not. Yeah. Off. People it think they're interchangeable, but I, I would say the, the big takeaway is presentation, right? Yeah. And I mean, yeah. And then it gets into legal terms and then, then you're, you know, then okay. it's bit by bit and you could argue all day about it, but yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Important that's distinction. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just a little bit have there uh have there been any other apps that you use in the airsoft community that like you know you kind of cross platform on that um or anybody no. stuff that's come out that you like really enjoy or that you've oh you know what, there's not a lot of them floating around there's, there's really not one thing i am really really interested in is that uh fox tracker what's it called the blue, yeah, fox, the blue tracker. fox tracker blue yeah. fox yeah, I've never used it. I've seen, you know, I've had friends that use it. Like uh, Vader uses it, Tim, and uh, he says it's really, really cool. I, I like, I love the idea of stuff like that. I, I genuinely believe that, like, t- technology is going to have a really fundamental part of any kind of growth in airsoft in the next forever. Because, um, like, especially as new kids are getting into it, kids are like, e- technology is everything now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you can't, 
you can't leave the house without interacting with yeah, some kind of technology. Well, look at and the so, development within of the last five years of just airsoft guns in general. I mean, how yeah. far they've come to be like reliable and perform super well and have all these different features of ECUs, you know, standard installed into them and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, no kidding. Like it's, uh, electronic triggers. Yeah. That's probably been one of the most impressive things to me. I mean, that's honestly electronic triggers have been around forever, but the fact that they're coming with guns now mm-hmm. yeah. and the price point of those guns is under 250 ish, uh, give or take, like that's, that's so awesome. What would you say is like, so I know that their airsoft kind of splits itself splits itself i want to preface that that it's like the community likes to split itself into between the speed qb community and the milsim community what what would you say is the bigger demographic using the hop-up app to get things that they need for you know a, a lower use price um would you say it's kind of split down the middle or is that even or is that even a number that you even calculate i don't yeah i, I mean to be honest it's not a number i care too much about Right. Um, because I'm not, I'm not yet into the phase of tailoring listings to anybody. So right. what right. their preference is, is, is less important to me right now. I could probably find out pretty quickly, but based on like some of the point, that makes sense. I can yeah. completely see what you're saying with that. So. But it seems, you know, honestly, just from scrolling through posts, it, it seems fairly split to me. Yeah. Um, th- there's definitely like a lot of like chopped up, you know, HPA guns. Yeah. And you can tell where that comes from. And then Mm -hmm. there's definitely a lot of like super high end, crazy, you know, TM stuff. Yeah. The pistols on there are nuts. Oh my God. Oh yeah, they are. I'm not really into that stuff, but I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I look at them like, damn, I kind of want one of those. (laughs) Dude, have you had any, have you had any large companies reach out to you about distribution or are there any like, I guess, kind of hop up storefronts that have popped through for certain brands on there. Have you seen any of that yet or any kind um, of interest? Yeah. I don't want to go too much into that, but yes, there's, oh, cool. uh, I mean, we've had conversations. I mean, mm-hmm. we've had tons of conversations, tons of ideas passed around. Um, yeah. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Cause that's, I mean, that's kind of a neat idea because essentially yeah. you have somebody like KWA could go on there and be like, Hey, we want to sell, our new QRF mod one or do like the first drop of a gun solely on hop up. Yeah. So so that's, yeah, that that's a whole conversation in itself. The difference between selling new and used stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and honestly, some of the stores that you were talking about that, that exist there now, um, I'm a little iffy on honestly, Mm -hmm. because I, I really want to prop up the player to player economy as much Mm -hmm. as I can. So you're trying to, you're trying to focus and make sure that like, it's not taken over by the corporate side of airsoft. Yeah. I mean, to, you know, to be honest with you, I'm leaving a lot on the table. I could mm-hmm. probably plug the shit out of new products all day long mm-hmm. Yeah, and Plugged it would be back. ridiculous. I mean, through a quarter million searches a month, like, you know what I mean? You have the number but, to hit up any one of those companies, elite force, fucking any of them. You have yeah. numbers that they want. Like they could, you could probably fucking retire. Which is a, a big defense for you for these people that think that, oh, he's just doing this to line his pockets or he's just like, it, it's very apparent that you're doing this from a community standpoint yeah. and that you need to make money. Yeah. I mean, it's why wouldn't you, you should be paid for your time. But at the same time, there's a very specific drive here to try and grow airsoft as a whole. And that's really cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, for the most level headed, responsible sounding airsofters I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, Especially that, on this that's, that's, that's definitely true. There's, there's a lot of opportunity there, but, um, 
yeah, I just really believe in the player to player selling used stuff. Plus, I mean, used stuff is, is a faster way to get newer guys in, you know, yeah. instead, of, instead of buying new stuff all the time at a hundred percent of the retail price, you know, you can get it for uh, a little less, save some cash and then have more money to go to events with or whatever it may be, you know? I kind of, I really like that. It's like a, I can get behind something like that. Cause I'm, uh, it's kind of like very much my mentality of, of trying to get people into the sport, whether, you know, one way or the other, that like, if there's a reputable place that you can buy use materials to refer yeah. enjoyment. And that means that, okay, like that event that you wanted to go to, that's going to cost you like seven, $800 for the event, plane ticket, hotel fare, whoever you're going with, whatever. Yep. Like yep. that stuff adds up. And especially with as much accessories and like gear, uniform, whatever, like you could probably, for the money you're saving, probably using your app, buying used rep, you know, like trusting in the new payment system and whatnot. Like you could probably, that would be a neat ad, by the way, if you could like mm-hmm. figure out, tally out the savings of like mm. shopping with hop up and then being like, you saved enough for plane tickets to go to that blank event or whatever. You know what I mean? No, I mean, there's yeah, gotta be some really way to do that metric. There definitely is. It wouldn't be too hard. Actually. My cha- my challenge there would be with the creative stuff. I need somebody that's good with a camera. You guys know anybody? <laughs> Shit. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> nice like to meet you. Photographers in this chat right now. True. <laughs> no, yeah. Honestly, I'd love to talk more about it because I I need help with that stuff. Is there any any event that you're you're looking at going to? Do you go to events? Because I I'm, I mean I'm sure I've probably seen you in passing at something. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, uh, to be honest, I, I, I rarely fly for an event, um, just because of the cost. It gets really, really expensive. It's a big time commitment. Um, I really want to do more like one, one I've been dying to do is reindeer games. Me too. Um, me too. Because I've always loved AMS events. Uh, and I, I, I don't know, reindeer games, like the flagship one I, I really need to go to. I am going next or, uh, no, it's this month and next weekend to, uh, Third Coast Airsoft's um, event at GTI Stonebreaker. That's what it's called. Oh, that one will be cool. Yeah, GTI is pretty fun. I've been there like four, four or five times now. It's pretty fun. Uh, Matt Matt put in a, a solid uh, question. He you know he's kind of asking if there's anything that you do on y'all's end for price gouging. Like when you see these kids throw up something used that should be like sixty percent of new, and they're selling it for like hundred and twenty percent, like more than it is for a brand new item. Yeah, which I'm sure. I mean, you obviously that you'd you'd be spending all day trying to police that shit. But do, is there any kind of process for that, or is there anything that? Yeah. So what I love about that. Thanks for the question, by the way, Matt. Um, what I love about that is like the market doesn't lie. You know, like if a kid posts that for a hundred something for 120 and it's really only worth 60, like it's not going to sell. You yeah. know what I mean? And then, and then there's that. That's a really great opportunity for me to step in and say, "Yo, your thing's not selling." because you're 50% over what it costs to buy a brand new, maybe like I would recommend dropping your price to this, you know? So there's like an educational opportunity in those moments, whenever the market's not lying and it's not selling, 
yeah, drop some knowledge on you real quick. That uh, that duct tape together GNG combat machine is not worth four hundred bucks, my dude. <laughs> oh yeah, no kidding. <laughs> why don't we why don't we dial that back? So that's what those are my favorites. Or some of the crap. I always laugh engine. at the GMR gear stuff that'll pop up for Bro, five six hundred dollars. Do they do they think their mini maps are worth like four hundred dollars? But it sells because yeah, those supply sell. and demand. God damn, dude. They very limited is, supply and a high demand. God, that no, is such an like evil genius market. <laughs> We no, need, that, why don't we have that kind of shit? We need that's a that that's a really thing. unique. Uh, that's honestly one of the most fascinating things to me is is how I, I honestly I don't know any I don't know who the GMR guys are the GMR guy or anything, but it's so fascinating to me that you can build that kind of brand in airsoft of all things, and then sell a backpack which is of great quality by the way. They're actually really yeah impressive. no they're really cool mm-hmm. but f- for four hundred dollars that like that blows me. my mind. Well, and especially big? that they have such a following now that they have like they don't really post YouTube videos much anymore. They're they're just kind of there and they just make these drops and they sell out yeah instantly every time. No, they're really impressive. I want one, but I can't yeah. justify buying a yeah, huge GMR, GMR and and uh, Milsim West. Those guys are like that. You know what? Uh, you know what bags don't cost four hundred dollars, punk. What's up? The new oh. EG line. Did you want to take that away? We kind of missed the EG dick line. Yeah, I was gonna say. I actually like check this out. I literally just out of the. This is the heist bag by Enola Gay. Ooh, nice. Uh, which, by the way, this is a perfect segue into our sponsorship. <laughs> there we go. Hey. I was wondering when you were going to do it. Make yeah. me dig for that, you son of a bitch. <laughs> by the way, uh, you know, ASAP Podcast is the only person to have a discount code for and only get products in the U.S. <laughs> Anybody? No, nobody has anyone. You're the only one. So ASAP15 at, uh, at anolagay.com or their websites, all textile and uh, like... Like this, this bag right here. Yep. This bag, I'm going to take this to Hawaii tomorrow. You can save a bundle, especially if you're going to an event with some friends. You can just yeah. all group order, throw that disco discount yeah. code on. No. It's a bundle. Take advantage of the discount. Like, get all your friends. Because I know, like, people, six, seven, eight people, you go to a Milsom event, you want to buy smoke, 50% off of a huge order. That's that's good stuff. So, uh so use ASAP 15 and Enola Gay. We have uh, KWA. Uh, they are a, they're KWA. If you haven't <laughs> checked them out, like they have some of the most original stuff coming out right now. Um, so keep an eye out on KWA. And then last but not least is Overwatch Tactics. Um, they do cool events. They do different stuff. They, uh, they kind of set themselves apart with props and storytelling. So they've got uh, upcoming, they've got Oklahoma or I'm sorry, Black Ops. Bristol, they're doing Land Rush. Bristol yeah. and Land Rush, I think, is after that. I think we got the date wrong on the banner, is what I, he was just telling me. One second. It is going to be May 30th and the 31st. So May 30th to the 31st at Black right. Ops Bristol. Black Ops Bristol. So if you guys are going to be going to that, um, let Soto know that you like the show and that, you know, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Shameless plugs <laughs> over. Goddamn. Black <laughs> is dope. I'm actually really excited to get it packed yeah, I, for I need to get one. I need to cop one really bad. They're fucking sweet. Yeah. I remember he was showing them at Avalon and I was like, Ooh, these are hot. He also sent in, uh, these new little, Uh, uh. Oh, what is that? (laughs) May 30th through the 31st. Fuck me, dude. I can't get anything right today. Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> Land Rush is May 30th or the 31st. <laughs> Fuck. God damn. No. Yeah. Now back to our program. <laughs> Thanks, punk. Yeah. And that's um yeah. <laughs> Do you remember my name? Uh, As always, you just look so enthused. <laughs> Every fucking time. Every fucking time. Oh, man. But yeah, so uh, we, you know, I'm not obviously none of us are gonna be able to make the Black Ops game, but that looks cool. We've got uh, Southern Front is still coming up. Southern Front two for American Milsim. If it doesn't get canceled for fucking coronavirus, we'll have to see how that goes. Yeah, for those of us who are still alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the ones that survive. Uh, do you do? So I was asking about any events you were going to. Uh, have you got anything mm-hmm. that's coming up that you're trying to pay attention to, Colby, or that you're wanting to hit up, or? Uh, well, I'm going to that one at GTI, the third coast event. Yeah, um, Stonebreaker. Yeah, Stonebreaker. Uh, nothing really else is on the radar. Um, I'm going to SS Airsoft as an anniversary event. That's that's actually super close to me. Those are always a lot of fun. Um, there's usually a lot of there's just a good group there. Like usually a lot of guys from the industry, and it's a that's always just a good time. Yeah, that's less, less of a gameplay, but yeah. Isn't that where like uh, Mendoza and all those guys go to? Uh, I'm it? not sure. This doesn't ring a bell. It's like, that's in, is it in Georgia? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. In, it's in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. So nowhere near. Not place. even fucking kind of close. I'm way close. off on that. No, but that's that's really the only event. I don't have anything else on the radar. I do. I actually really do want to do some traveling. Like I don't care to fly as long as you know the Corona is not uh, killed everybody by then. What about uh, later uh, this year. what about e- Eastern Front for you, Colby? Do you think you'll make it to that one? Uh, I'm not sure. I think the date on that one conflicted with something. Uh, that's the one in New York, New York. I think so. Yeah. People keep asking, like, are you going? So yeah, I don't think so to that one. Um, maybe if I get lucky, but we'll see. I really want to do reindeer games this year. I'm telling you, I've been trying to do that one. It's it's a good time. Reindeer reindeer games is so much fucking fun. Yeah, no, it it always seems like it. And plus, uh, Fort hood, right. And that would, Fort hood Hood looks ridiculous. That place looks like so much fun. It's even more fun if you have a bullhorn. <laughs> I had uh, excellent fucking time with that thing. We got to bust that back out at the next event. What's your favorite AO? We're, we're yeah, I guess favorite AO or hood? Uh, either Copperhead, Copperhead, Copperhead. or Shelby. Copperhead or Shelby? Probably really? Copperhead. Copperhead's fucking dope. So AMS did a game, uh, Black Sight. They had mm-hmm. an event. I don't know if you guys were were there or heard about that one. Yeah, um, I heard about it. It was yeah, we in tracking, Alabama. We able to go. I think it was Fort McClellan, Alabama, just over the Georgia-Alabama state line. That one was so odd. That was probably one of the coolest AOs because it was very like, you know, Shelby's really cool, but it uh, it's a little too square. It's too linear. You get used to it really quick. Yeah. I mean, actually, the lower part of Shelby, those buildings, those are fun because they're super mm-hmm. dynamic and there's no, you know, it's it's not as grid-like as the upper part, but I think that, that, for, that one at Fort McClellan, Fort McClellan that uh, AMS did. That one was so awesome. That one was crazy. Have you, and you haven't been to Copperhead yet, have you? No, I haven't. I don't like snakes. You got to. You got to oh, go. Don't go. <laughs> no, no. You got to come. Every year and every year I see rattlesnakes. It's the perfect uh, game to hate snakes because you get to shoot them. Fuck those what, snakes. What do you love about that? That the Copperhead AO? Is it the buildings or like what? Block the board. buildings is cool and it's really unique in that literally just maybe 100, 200 yards from the AO itself, you have several streets of houses that they've kept furbished. 
that you can stay mm-hmm. in. So it's like seven hundred dollars for the weekend. You can get a whole bunch of friends. And everyone's so far removed. Yeah, because there's oh, no it's like in the middle of nowhere. There's no driving mm-hmm. into town to get to like get dinner with everybody or anything. Like everyone's eating and staying there. The everyone that's there for the event. People like at the event and like people just drink their everybody like they just it's like a big block party. Yeah, mm. it's it's honestly it's it's the it's the community. It's probably something you would love. It's the community getting together. Yeah. Is my favorite. part. Yeah, I mean, that's honestly the best part of any event is is like how you spend it with friends before and after, yeah. you know. And so. that's why I've within the last year, I've started to really like continuous games like Milson West, because when you're with your homies the whole time through the whole weekend, mm-hmm. you get a lot more hangout time than if you all went to your hotel rooms after the game's over <laughs> and after dinner. Which we still, <laughs> God damn it, we still need to do. What was the I'm doing? Uh, there's an insurgency in West Virginia coming up. And then after that, the next one I'm hitting is. Uh, the Caspian Siege at GTI. So nice. I've never been to GTI. It should be fun. Yeah, you'll like GTI. It's It's got a little bit of everything. I gotta go to one of those. God damn it. We gotta go to one of those. We gotta start hmm. planning that shit. We're so bad at that. Like, we're, we're <laughs> it's so fucking so much seat of our pants bullshit that we go by, as you can probably tell. We are, uh, <laughs> we're not big planners around here. Yeah, I'm not no, either. It, it's usually if I make it to one, it's last minute, but it's kind of most fun that way. So what else? Uh, it wasn't Colby. Matt Natty says. Light. I was gonna say Colby. Uh, Matt says hit him up for about Copperhead this year. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, Copperhead and Reindeer Games. Those would be good ones. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, you need to let us know when you're coming down to come hang out because we. Uh, I don't know if you'll do a booth or anything for Hop Up, but we are. Uh, we're starting to get into the routine of doing something dumb on Fridays, like we'll record or oh, cool. talk around and talk to people and kind of do like catch people in the moment. Oh yeah. 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 No, I'd love around. to. That sounds fun. Yeah. Anytime we, like the last time we had a booth at an event like that. <laughs> Dude, Avalon was such a shit show. So good. So good. Uh, oh man. But yeah. So, I mean, what's all right. So it's obviously the hop up app is an app. So where's the best place for people to download them? You've got them on iTunes or on, uh, yeah. On, on either app store, Google play, Google play or, or the, or the, uh, the iOS app store. just search. Yeah. yeah. Search airsoft. Um, you can search airsoft and it'll be there. You can search hop up or you can go to hop up airsoft.com and get links there. Nice. Yeah. Appreciate that by the way. Yeah, yeah, no problem. No, it's a, it's a, it's a cool app, and I really like. Uh, Punk did this neat thing where he he took like kind of a snapshot of him messing <laughs> with it and like using it, and it's yeah. cool to see the functionality and just how user friendly it is. Was there, yeah, was there anything you modeled that off of? Because it's really the interface is super easy to. Uh, I guess it's intuitive is the best way to put it. There's yeah. not a whole lot of like dumb shit because you see that a lot with like amateur like pre stage early beta. Uh, mm-hmm apps they're like they're fuck they're a bitch to navigate and you can't figure out what you're doing you can't figure out what to click on or what to sell on what to yeah do. no I, I mean i've I've been doing the design stuff for a while so designing user interfaces um it's a it's a part side hustle passion of mine so so what is your actual background uh it's pretty much all technology um i worked in uh several startups uh several pretty well-funded startups in atlanta um some uh, just all kinds. And then I did a little contracting, a lot of like software consulting and uh, product management, pro- project management. Um, I worked on like some financial apps and things like that. And uh, this honest, honestly, hop up was a side hustle for a while. Mm-hmm. I was just working on it at nights and on the weekends. 
So, yeah. Is it your full time gig now? Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Cool to see people transition that. Hey, Cade, yeah. by the way, uh, if you're going to be at Southern Front, you've got all of us on cost for once. We're all going green. So, Uh-oh. if it happens, if it happens, we're going to be running that sweet, sweet MAC1. <laughs> it just, dude, it just it makes your thighs look bigger. There's nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the transition of the dynamics between green and tan teams is interesting because when I first started getting into Airsoft, um, green was way more common because everyone was just using old school M81 because mm-hmm. the military was just transitioning out of that shit. And uh, multicam was the new thing. So like the really cool experienced guys all did tan and multicam and all that stuff. And now it's kind of switched where if you go down to the surplus store, tan and multicam is going to be dirty. Yeah. And it's usually the the more experienced guys or guys who want to try something different that'll switch to M81 or green it's, has always been life i got it i agree I, it's a total agree. it's a totally different dynamic too there's between the two, two teams there's only two camos that have ever piqued my interest to get me away from uh m81 and that's the um the norwegian uh camouflage that's really hard to get because they won't sell it to the united states um yeah I, yeah you know exactly what i'm talking yep. about yep. Um, and then it was an end camo or something like that. And then multicam black. But like multicam black. black was always because of Jet Desert Fox's DFE event. And like most of the guys that I ran with were black, but they would run multicam black. And I'm like, I'm not or buying it. Dude. If uh, shameless self plug, someone is dropping this Friday tiger stripe <laughs> black pattern. Mm-hmm. Yo, never, oh. never been done before. That's pretty hot, actually. <laughs> I really, I, you need to save one of those for me. I'll pick it up from you. I got you. Yeah. And you oh, forgot yeah, one of the best camos of all time, which is Swedish M90. Oh, yeah. Yes. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Um, Google it, nerd. Who's <laughs> <laughs> got like every camo known to man. Um, yeah, I, dude, thought, I actually got some of this Irish uh, patty cam um, from a uh, Irish. So a ski mask, you know, a black shirt and some jeans. Pilot, he sent me some of the Irish military camouflage, which is just as hard to get as the end camo from Norway. Nor- uh, Norway. Uh, so I've got some Armish, uh, some Irish, excuse me, some Irish uh, camo in my gear set. Armish camo is what Corey needs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't hide those guns. God, not even a giggle out of you. Jesus Christ. Sorry, I'm tired in my <laughs> my worst night has not even started yet. Oh, oh. Well, I think that's I think we're kind of about the wrap up point anyway. So that's correct. Let you get some fucking sleep, uh, Colby. Thanks for having on, man. Once again, cool. with uh, yeah, like Kevin here, kind of explain some things. So yeah, man. Anytime. I super appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, Punk. You want to? Uh, you want to see us out, baby? Do, yeah. do the thing. Do the thing. Uh, all right, everybody. Raise a glass, both listener and host, as we toast to you filthy degenerates and rejoice that this dumpster fire has finally come to an end. <laughs> Another serious airsoft podcast is based around a terrible idea that people actually want to listen to grown men talk about their toy guns and their adventures using them. And with the lack of follow through airsoft to exude, it's a fucking miracle we made it to episode 35. If you like what you heard, great. Let us know. And if you don't, keep that shit to yourself because we don't do constructive criticism. Remember to call your hits. Don't let the admin see you drinking. And we'll see you next time on episode 36. Adios, fuckers. Don't get coronavirus.